Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Where will each chapter take you? June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. After a stressful take on the valley, there's nothing more relaxing than playing a round of June's Journey. I take in all the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. So can you crack the case? June needs your help, detective. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, my little magical angels. Welcome back to another episode of Sex Love and What Else Matters. And today, Luke is here with me, and we have Lala fucking Kent. What up? Welcome, Lala. I'm excited to be here this time. I missed you last time. Me too. The last time you, I think you went back home for a little bit. Yeah, I've been And your dog got sick. Ah, Projectile shitting everywhere. Oh, that's while I was gone. While you were gone. Yeah, Kristen told me about that. It's been a minute. What's the dog's name again? Jill. How is Jill? She's great. She's she's in Colorado right now, loving the ranch life. She's not in an apartment. Who doesn't yeah. love the ranch life? I know. Uh, He's like, she just really likes roaming free and not being in a you know an apartment in Los Angeles. I was like, like I get it. I totally <laughs> relate. One hundred percent. And Jill's a big bitch. She, oh yeah, she's yeah. a huge bitch. She's, she's got body. She's bodied AF. Eighty pound German Shepherd. Damn, baby she got, got back. She got a booty on her. <laughs> Um, I love you, La. I love you. I'm number one, really excited that you have this house in Palm Springs that you've had. It's not like you just got it five minutes ago, but like you but, and kind your, of though. It's been a minute, like yeah, a couple months. Know. But I love that you have like while you're not filming Vanderpump Rules, you get to like just escape and be with your baby and be with your mom, be with your brother. It does feel great, and I know I kind of did it backwards. Like I got the vacation home before I got the home home. But I always knew, like, no matter where I end up in Southern California, I want a place in Palm Springs because people in Southern California know, they always say, the moment you see the windmills, it's almost like you can breathe. And that's literally like, I feel like the elephant comes off of my chest. I am obsessed. It's the best decision I ever made. And I don't think you did it backwards because as someone who did buy a home in proper Los Angeles and now sold said home, I'm like... Fuck, I really wish I would have bought one in Palm Springs as well. I wish I would have done that. Well, you are more than welcome to come yeah. to my place anytime. I mean, don't say that because I'm like, yeah, I'm going to see you No, I'm saying it yeah, for we're real. Gonna, we're gonna, our bag's are already packed. Yeah. You're look. like, wait, we're leaving with you <laughs> yeah, at yeah. 6.30. <laughs> you got room, room in the back seat? Especially yeah. when, well, no offense, but when Luke's gone, I'm like, okay, be right there. Drop my yes, dogs off at the trainer. it's so nice. You know, like yeah. LA's been so ugly. And when you get down there, it's like me and my babe just out by the pool. And we yeah. don't leave the house. Like we're like such scrubs. Is Easton, your brother, living here now fully? Or not? Yeah, he fully he lives is. here. <gasps> oh my God, I love that so much. I love it so much. <sighs> you have to meet him, Luke. I, I did meet him one time at Jackson Brittany's. That's right. Briefly. We didn't very, like, get a chance to yeah, talk. Yeah, very quickly. Easton's We'll your make people. it happen. Cool. Yeah. Just chill, easy. Yeah. He seemed like it on the documentary. He, like He just has a vibe about him that... I think I can relate to. Yeah, that was hard for him. Yes, the documentary, If You're Living Under a Rock, as we know, is the Randall... I don't say that name. It's so hard. It's the hard Randall to, Scandal. Yeah. The fact that they use the word scandal 
and it's like the scandal and like I can't ever be friends or anything with anyone that like could possibly have their name rhyme with or like alliterate with the, the word scandal. Right. <laughs> I mean, I obviously knew that they were making this and I told my mom and Easton, I'm like, if you guys want to be a part of it, go for it. If you don't want anything to do with it, then don't do it. I really left it up to them. And Easton was really like adamant that he share his story and literally, and I kid you not, it was like, I want to say every 10 to 15 minutes he had to get up and throw up. And I pulled him aside cause I was there and said, do you, do you not want to do it? And he was like, it has nothing to do with that. I was like, is it the cameras? Like, how can I make you feel comfortable? Do you want to dip out? And he was like, no, it's that just talking about him is making me physically sick. I mean, I fucking believe it. He's your little brother, your big protector. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. And my family, I call us a pot of orcas. Like we're together till death. We don't, we don't grow up, get married and like leave the fam. We are like, we bring more members in. And so he took it pretty harshly and knows every single detail. And so it hit him hard. It hit my, my whole family, my mom and my brother, uh, yeah. brothers, like hard. Yeah. I mean, I'll say as your fr- as your friend, and then I'll just because clearly I was not like on the docu. I was very aware that this was happening, but as your friend, and then also just as a viewer, I felt like having your mom and Easton on there was like so crucial, so important for the people that randomly turn on ABC, mm-hmm. randomly have Hulu on, whatever, and it's like popping up, right? Right. And of course, they know about Vanderpump Rules. They know your name, right? But they maybe they don't know the situation if they right. don't aren't in our world. I feel like humanizing you to that point was like so, so fucking important for the people that don't know you. Right. And if you don't know Lala, what the hell is wrong with you? You're probably, <laughs> if you're listening to my podcast, you know her. But truly, I felt that way because you can only speak so much on behalf of yourself. So I think having Heather on there as someone who was a part of both of your lives and also right. as like someone who's in the entertainment industry in general. Right. But really having your mom and Easton on there, as much as I hated seeing them get emotional, it wrecked me. But it was just, I think, so important to know, like, this is really coming from a severely personal place. And this isn't about you trying to, like, fuck Randall's life up. It's like, this is about your daughter, your life, your home. You said it multiple times within this Randall scandal fucking documentary. You said, if I did not have Ocean, like, it was still going to be shitty, fine. But you just would have walked away. Even your mom says, I, you know, I remember your mom saying she would walk away unscathed. Yeah, Which I mean, I well, is, I consider myself one of the lucky ones. I've had many people come to me and share their stories about him. And again, I've said this multiple times, their stories are not mine to tell right. when they are ready. If they feel that it would bring them peace, I encourage them and I want them to know that, like, I am here for you. You've got an army of people that are here to support you. I am um, here for you if you are out there and you want to, because I, at the very, very end, sorry to interrupt you, but at the very okay. end, Amy Kaufman, one of the writers um, for LA Times, like she says at the very end, like, we're not done with this. Right. Like that's the, the documentary ends with this is not the ending. This is a little closing of this part of the chapter and the new chapter is about to begin. Absolutely. So stay tuned. And I, and that just gave me chills because I fully agree with it. The, we have just scratched the surface yeah. and I'm glad that Easton and my mom did it because at the end of the day, like when people try to insult me, they think it's an insult calling me Lauren from Utah. But at the end of the day, like I'm Lauren from Utah. I came out to Los Angeles fish out of water. I didn't know that people were hooking up with movie producers to get parts. I didn't know that this is how Hollywood worked. And I could see Lisa on on the reunion when I say that and she's looking at me like, come on. And it's like, I how, how I'm okay. from Salt Lake City. I'm I don't know if Michigan. any of you have been there. But I'm like, so much older than you and I'm from Michigan. And when I moved here, I never in, in my lifetimes would I think that that's what happens. Right. When I first moved here, I was like going to nightclubs only. I was doing bottle service only. I yeah. was cool. I was meeting rich and famous people. I thought I was the fucking tits until I had to humble myself because my friends, the, the very few friends I had, and I'm talking like a month living here. Right. 
and my like my friend Rachel O'Brien, she was like, who the fuck are you right now? Yeah. Like, yes, this is fun. We're young. We're 20. I was 24 years old. This is fun. But like, this isn't like, where's the, my bonfire, like guitar playing best friend from the Midwest. Like totally. I literally don't fucking know you right now. Right. But even that girl, that Kristen at 24, never did I think I would be expected to, or like would have to sleep my way to the top or that men producers or, you know, higher ups would actually like consider that's something I would have to do. Absolutely. I had no fucking idea. No, it's foreign territory. Like you said, you're from Michigan. I come from Utah. It's just like people move differently out there. It's, it's real life. You know, it's people are working nine to fives. They're excited for a Saturday to like crack open a beer and have a backyard barbecue. Like it's very normal. So when I came out here, I also, you know, really heavily, um, I was in my alcoholism for sure. And I think it got, I'm not saying I wouldn't have been an alcoholic had I not met Randall because that's, you you know, not when you, you're saying when you moved here or when I, when I moved here, I was having a good time. Right. When I met my ex, it was like, I was drinking heavily. Like, because and that's I, he was partying. I was privy to all of his partying. Yeah, no, he was definitely the same way. And I also think my gut was speaking to me and I was trying to shut her out, shut the uh, gut down, going, you're, everything's good. Yeah. I think you're too hard on yourself. Yeah, I do. I too. think that anybody in your situation with the opportunity that was put right in front of you would have you know, gone with it. And especially the way they portrayed it, it's like everything was good at the start, right? Everything was really great. And, you know, I was, I was with him longer sober than I was in my drinking, Mm -hmm. you know, it was two years of drinking and then we were together for another three and a half years of my sobriety. And obviously if someone gave me the option, go back in time, you never met him in your entire life and you don't even know the ocean exists, then obviously, you know, that would, um, be nice um but you got the most perfect daughter out of but it. it's almost like i can't even go there because i'm you like can't. a life without ocean oh take me out right <laughs> yeah and she's your world do you have this is a question though i thought and i know it's kind of sensitive but do you ha- ever have concerns you know with the shared custody like when she's with him about what she's exposed to being with him now i get very concerned it keeps me up at night um and the only thing i really have is um it's so funny my mom gets these things that pop up for narcissism and it's like a quote of the day and also like how to deal with a narcissist and at the very end of it she was reading it to me and it said you have to find relief in a higher power and like that is one thing because I don't have any control right now I'm in the battle of not only my life but for Ocean's life And I have to just believe that there's something greater that is going to protect her. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I mean, I'm telling... So, like, we're going to jump around a little bit because I have so many just thoughts and feelings right now. I'm in fucking tears. I hate seeing you cry. It murders me. But when we were watching this, Luke looked at me and and said... (laughs) My ex-boyfriend, you guys know who I'm talking about. He said, this person, he's like, aren't you so glad you didn't have a baby with that person? And that person is not done the unspeakables that we've seen on this documentary that we know about personally about Randall, but still was a narcissist. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I really am because you can't, that person, they are who they are, you know, like a narcissist, you and I talk about this shit all the time. Like that's why on, so then going back to the reunion when you're like, Sandoval's a fucking narcissist. I fucking dated him. I can say it. Ariana dated him. She can say it. You've been around him for many, many years. I, and Sandoval is not even who I'm talking about, by the way, as far as my ex. What is wrong with us? <laughs> but they get just, there, but they know they know how to prey on, I don't want to say the weak, but people who are, are compassionate loving. and loving. They Because you are what they wish they could be, and they start mimicking your, your behavior. But then when they don't have control of you anymore, you start waking up a little bit and the mask falls, then it becomes a very dangerous situation. Yeah. And that's why, you know, again, I don't want to, I want to talk much more just about you, but just going back to you can relate one, well, one of, yeah, 1 million percent, but also you said in one of the reunions, like you didn't sit there and say Sandoval was like beating Ariana. You just said he's a dangerous human. Correct. And that struck me. I stand by that. So I, girl, yes, 
And for, and I've said this on my recap, but like for LVP to like jump down and say, oh, don't make that claim. Lisa Vanderpump, I'm grateful that you probably have no idea what it's like to, to be with someone like that. No, I know what I mean. And I say to people when they, they say like, it doesn't make sense or no, he's not. And I'm like, you know what? I'm so envious of you that you've never come in contact with someone like that. Because if you understand what I'm saying, it means you've had experience. Yes. And I don't wish that on anybody. We've got to take away that you have to have a mark on your body to be abused. Yes. There's coercive control. There's mental abuse. Psychological abuse, emotional abuse, financial abuse. Like my my sister does a lot of work with this domestic violence shelter that's very near and dear to us in Michigan, a local shelter. And my sister, when I was dating one of my exes, not on Vanderpump Rules, guys, when I was dating one of my exes, she sent me, there's like almost like, you know, the color wheel where it's like purples across from yellow and whatever. So there's this wheel of abuse and it shows this pie structure of like all the different forms of abuse that I really didn't know existed. And then how they are like combined Mm. where, you know, it's like where one overlaps the other one. Right. And it just blew my fucking mind because it's hard when you are the one in a relationship like that, the being abused and being the victim to own and accept that because you're like, well, he didn't hit me. Right. Shouldn't I be stronger? Like what's really emotional abuse? Like you make these fucking excuses right. for this person. Yeah. And, and it's very, and start looking inward. Of and course. It's like, well, cause they make, they make you feel like you've gone crazy. They do. And what they do is they take you on extremes. It's very textbook, the lowest of lows to the highest of highs. And then you realize that they've broken your soul. Yeah. And then you're fucked. And then you're fucked. And the coming back from that is very intense. And probably a long process. It's a, I it's not going to happen overnight. Am, no. I mean, I don't really trust, no offense to you. I don't mm-hmm. uh, trust straight men. Right. I don't. <laughs> it's not like I'm going to kick <laughs> no, you out of the hey, office, no, but no I'm like, you taken. know, like I'm kind of good on you. Yeah. Girls and gays. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because that's what the abuse has done to your psyche right now, to your right. soul. Like, And it's going to take time for you to work through that until you do again. And it, mm-hmm. I think that it's su- super fucking unfortunate, but it makes perfect sense at the same time. Totally. It's and really I'm, shitty that, that that's one of the ramifications of being in that relationship on top of all the other shit that you're going through. Right. You know. Are you tired of the same old boring meals that leave you feeling unsatisfied? Well, we have a solution for you. Check out Hungry Root, your ultimate mealtime savior. Hungry Root is more than just a meal kit delivery service. It's a food revolution that will transform the way you eat. Say goodbye to the endless hours spent meal planning and grocery shopping. We all know how much of that sucks. Listen, with Hungry Root, you get a personalized experience tailored to your taste buds and dietary preferences. That's right. Hungry Root takes the guesswork out of mealtime, offering a wide range of delicious, ready-to-cook meals, snacks, and grocery items that are guaranteed to satisfy your cravings. They are ready to prioritize whole, clean ingredients and cater to various dietary needs, including vegetarian, that's me, vegan, gluten-free, and more. So I've recently tried Hungry Root and let me tell you, you guys, this is a freaking game changer. The meals were not only incredibly tasty, but also super, super easy to prepare. With their pre-chopped veggies, pre-cooked proteins and mouthwatering sauces, I was able to whip up a restaurant quality meal in under 15 minutes. And let me tell you, they also give you options like maybe you like to cook. Say you have an option on your quiz to say, you know what? I, I want to chop my own meal. I love this. So that was really important to me. And did I mention the convenience? Because with Hungry Root, you have full control over your deliveries. You can customize your order based on your schedule and they'll deliver everything right to your doorstep. No more last minute grocery store runs or wasted ingredients. It's a time and money saver. And I want to tell you guys on my personal quiz, one of the things I said in the beginning was I don't want to waste food anymore. So you're allowed to say that. You can say, I want to lose weight if that's your jam. So if you're ready to break free from the kitchen monotony and embark on a culinary adventure, Head over to HungryRoot.com and start customizing your meal plan today. So check this out. I love you guys. Right now, Hungry Root is offering Sex, Love, and What Else Matters listeners 30% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Yeah, you heard me. 30% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Go to HungryRoot.com slash Kristen to get 30% off your first delivery and your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com. 
com slash K-R-I-S-T-E-N. And don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. Yeah, I feel like I've been able to compartmentalize. Like I'm mm. able, again, I've said this before, we didn't skip a beat. Like the second that I moved out of that house, we were still like waking up the next morning in some foreign Airbnb and like, what's on the schedule today? Got to work. Yeah. We've got bills to pay, got to find a house, got to go get a car, have lawyer bills that are going to start coming in. We could not stop. Do you, do you think that was the mama bear in you? Absolutely. Okay. Because I can say very with unfortunate, like obvious uh, certainty that I didn't, you know, I, I wasn't able to pick myself up after certain narcissist relationships. Right, but you have to be easy on yourself. You know, I wasn't, I didn't have a choice because my seven be- month old did not give shit. Because you had a baby. Right? Correct. Right. So I don't know what it would have been like had I not had Ocean. I'd like yeah. to think that maybe I would have found a strength that women possess, right. you know, with or without a child. But I do think that there's nothing like the strength of a mother. Oh, I I agree. Looking at you, looking at Sheena, like, you know, just looking at Brittany, Stassi, who I'm not even super close to, but just being like, I've now watched my friends in close proximity. I have friends back home. They have kids. They're married, all this stuff. But like in true close proximity, people that I spend daily, I spend time with daily, watching you all like from your first day that I found out you were pregnant till the time you gave birth to where your toddlers are now. And I'm like, that's fucking superwoman. Yeah. Wonder woman on like times 10. I, I fully agree with you. Like yeah. I have mad respect for, for mothers. Yeah. And it's made me have much more of a respect even for my mom. Like as yeah. I, as I've gotten older, but again, like seeing what you girls have gone through and what you've gone through and my mom realizing now at 40 years old, like my mom was a single mom raising three kids and working like multiple jobs and me thinking my dad was like the cool one. And my mom has all the rules and like my mom's like never really around. And why are my grandparents watching me? And it's like my mom fucking did everything she could. So I felt that my childhood was fucking perfect. Totally. I had no idea that anything was wrong. It had to make Christmas happen. Thanksgiving dinners had to, you know, I didn't know we didn't have money at times. I didn't know that anything was wrong until I was a grown ass adult. That's a fucking warrior right there. Yeah. So shout out to all the moms. I know. (laughs) Okay. So we'll just, let's just get through this Randall scandal. Cause yeah, like I said, I cried. Well, when I wrote, I took a lot of notes cause that's what I do. Good. I love, and I love that your notes are like actually legible pen to paper. (laughs) Oh yeah. 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 I'm not not a phone person. Yeah. (laughs) But I wrote, I literally cried in the first 20 seconds, like I said, kind of earlier, but like the first 20 seconds, shit was just hitting me so hard. Obviously watching you cry, watching your mom, watching Easton, um, more than anything, but then like the treatment of the assistants and it's all stuff I like kind of knew, like when I was in his life in, right. in y'all's life, I'm like, that makes sense. yep. Seen him, ra- seen the, seen the rage before. I remember this. I remember certain things. My biggest question, and, and maybe this is your biggest question to the fucking court system and everything else, mm-hmm. is like with that article, which I believe is somewhere circa 54 pages long. The article with LA Times, yeah, 53 and a it's PDF. insane, yeah. And then this documentary and all of these people coming forward that have been brave enough to do so. How the hell is none of this used in your custody battle? Like, why is this not so simple for them to just say she has a loving mother and a perfect family support system Mm -hmm. around her? She is so well taken care of. Her mom, I told you this last night um, when we were watching the reunion together. Yeah. I mean, like you already had companies, multiple companies working. And when, you know, I, we were talking about your send it to Daryl sweatshirts that I'm wearing literally right now. And so I are love you. It. But I was asking you about like different materials like you were using and blah, blah, blah. And I said, the way, the reason that you are so fucking successful is you don't wait a second. Thank you. Kristen. The second something comes to your mind, like you did an Instagram story about this dumb cease and desist thing. And you went, you know what? You're just popping off. Like just chatting <laughs> up a storm on Instagram to yourself and your followers, right? Yeah, pretty much. Going, don't send that shit to my Gmail. Send it to Daryl. And it was like with it, by the time I blinked and woke up, there was send it to Daryl merch. I'm like fucking brilliant. It's so impressive. It really is. And it's also Thank super you. impressive just everything for you to come from what you came from, which is a far extreme to what anyone else can even see. But I see people go through things that can't even compare and... You have turned it into this fuel that is so rare 
and awesome to see and like be around because it's, it's everything so impressive. I mean, we're here in your studio recording this and it's gorgeous office, office slash studio. It's an office and we don't really know what it is. I'm surrounded. It's a plethora of just like products, merch, microphones on the table. But you were just making it work. Literally we are, we're in like the nicest part (laughs) of West Hollywood. I'm surrounded by give them Lala baby, give them Lala beauty, give them Lala book, give them Lala podcast. (laughs) And like, holy fucking (laughs) shit. Like, and, yeah, and then there's this show called Vanderpump Rules. Fine, right. You know, <laughs> Thanks that was platform. really kind of both of you to like yeah. acknowledge. Thank you very no, much. I, mean, I really too. appreciate it's, it's that. So impressive. I'm impressed by you more than any of other, Kristen's other friends. I mean, everyone's great in their own right, but for what you've come through and how you have turned it, like I said, turned it into fuel and like stayed focused. It's incredible. Yeah. Thank you. I think it's because I have a great support system. Like I, like you guys are a part of that support system, obviously my incredible family. And I don't really know how it happens. I just know that things don't last forever. Example is send it to Daryl. Like the moment that people took to it, it was like, this needs to happen like tomorrow. Yeah. Like yesterday, like this needed to be made before I even delivered that fucking line, you know? Yeah. Because tomorrow no one cares. Well, yeah, because like yeah, a million like in other a week, people have week, posted things that are way funnier. In a week, there's just going to be like another um, slogan you said right. popping off about whatever. But then you take that, like your your tattoo. You know what I mean? Right. You turned your tattoo into merch. It's like my favorite shit ever. I wear you know these what? sweatshirts all the time. <laughs> if you cannot just, it's I profit off of like my heartbreak. Exactly. Because what else am I going to do? That's the way be, to do it. Be upset about it. Cry about it. And well, what? the fuck is that gonna get me not a house that i paid for on my own in palm springs that's for damn sure right you know get it girl i'm obsessed with you i'm obsessed with you (laughs) okay so we'll just roll through the scandal really quick but essentially there were some things that like i kind of didn't know and i thought were i guess interesting for lack of a better term but like they were talking about this origin story about him being this like underdog persona like in high school. But at the same time, I feel like it was almost like a juxtaposition of him always wanting to be famous. Totally. And the fame was like meant more than anything. So I felt like that was just such a juxtaposition because obviously I met Randall much, much la- Roach much later in life. And that's the one thing I was telling Luke. Thank God Luke's never had to meet this person. But I was like, it was always about fame. Totally. Absolutely. And, and flaunting. Right. So and how are we supposed to think anything else than what we were seeing was true? What I also want for you is to not ever feel jaded by like moving forward in your life that like what you're seeing from someone is not what you get. Totally. Because that's what he fucking did to you. And right. it's like there's another fucking scar. Well, and his childhood best friend when all of this happened came to me and said, I've known him since we were children and he's always been a pathological liar. Mm-hmm. So shit, I didn't know that. Yeah. I think when he was mean to his assistants, there were many, many, many times. I, I can remember one vividly. This assistant was not in the dock, but something happened in Las Vegas. And the way that he treated this assistant, I said something to him, said something to that ugh. Mm-hmm. The assistant left because at that point in time, when someone's embarrassing you, you don't want to make it even worse. But right. I had I had had it and I went into the closet and started packing my bags and I was in hysterics. I was like, that is someone's child. That is someone's brother. Like for you to fucking treat them this way is I'm disgusted. I packed my shit and I left and I used to make justified in my mind is this person was most likely bullied because he had told me that and he now had like the success and so he was almost mimicking how he had been treated to other people uh, to make himself feel better mm-hmm. and I thought I could fix that right I would tell you, him you like found, you're like, the cool kid in that absolutely I'm like you're the you're cool kid you're you've look at what you've done you don't need to treat people this way that's how I justified it in my mind What I've learned from that is I'm not going to judge someone off of how they treat me. I'm going to judge them off of how they treat other people. Ooh, yeah, isn't that, that the yeah. Say, saying on your first date, how someone tips and treats the wait, wait staff and tells you everything you need, the need valet, to know about their, the wait staff, right, mm-hmm. the bus boy. Yeah. Like yeah. just the, the, the people that are being of service to you, like, are you, and it's not about the money, but I mean, but it's like the kindness, the compassion, the treating people well. As you'd like to be treated. Yeah, that was a huge lesson for me. 
And I literally wrote down that I, word for it, I said, I do know that you did not tolerate his behavior because I've seen you put him in his place. I had to put him in his place do you think often? So then my it question was, was like, do you think that you like turned a blind eye? But now I realize it was like you just having sympathy for this, what you assumed this bullied child. I would not you know? say that I turned a blind no, eye because you didn't. I. I wouldn't have procreated with such a monster. No, I'm I'm saying like more earlier on. Definitely not. Earlier on, I think I justified it as, like I said, like, oh, he was like severely bullied as a kid. He was always, I mean, even in the doc, they referred to him as a geek. They did. They kept saying the nerdy kid in Miami's high school, the, the geek, like, oh, poor guy. Right. So for me, it was like, he's bringing his trauma into the present. He's a broken soul. We've just got to work through it. Yeah. It's so funny. I'm so glad that they got footage of his, uh, the reality show that he was trying to pitch, oh which God, by the I way, had to, have, about that. had to have been filmed when I was like in junior high or high school. Yeah. You're talking about that, the mogul or whatever. The one. mogul. Oh my God. I it was like, for him to say like, I joined the show to help you out. I always wanted to be behind the camera. Cut to, you tried to pitch a reality show about yourself. Yeah. Like when I was literally like a sophomore in high school, it's like oh my God. the amount of like, we're just exposing you. Like we're fucking done is incredible yeah if you haven't heard already it's smooth sack summer when you're playing in the summer sun make sure you're scaped from pubes to bum that's right this is the summer to keep your balls cool while still looking hot with manscaped the leaders in below the waist grooming are making sure that we have a ball this summer by giving our pants partners everything they need to stay fresh dive headfirst into smooth sack summer by going to manscaped.com for 20 percent off plus free shipping with our code doty their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology the lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 rpm motor a new multifunction on and off switch can engage a travel lock and gives you the ability to turn the 4000k led spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave i love using manscape products because they're skin safe meaning i won't get as many nicks and cuts when shaving my body and let's face it we've all been there so i'm doing a quick shave before we go out to dinner and then slit the blade cuts my face and blood starts water falling out. Luckily, with Manscaped, I've reduced the nicks on my public and private parts. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code DOTY at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code DOTY, D-O-U-T-E at manscaped.com. It's smooth sex summer, boys. Get on board or get left behind. And he was off doing whatever he was doing during COVID and coming home to me who's pregnant and then with a newborn. And it's like, wow, you just like really don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you think back, what was the first red flag that you ignored and like kept rolling with? Is there something that stands out? Oh, the f- the first red flag should have been the um, you're on your phone 24-7. You're on your phone 24-7. Yeah. What, what you got going on on there? Right. Because you say that you're working. And to be honest, and I threw this insult around a lot of times for as much as you work, I'm like very unimpressed with how much money you have. Yeah. <laughs> like you should be a fucking billionaire yeah. Yeah. with the amount of like work and deals you claim to be doing on that fucking phone. Yeah. But yeah. Now we know what he was doing, don't we? Mm-hmm. Oh, what blew me away that I just feel like is the... Uh, just ways that people show their characters when you were in labor and mm-hmm. he went and got a separate room. Yeah. And he claims that that's a lie. And he was um, there the whole time. I remember re- we recorded a podcast and I talked about him getting a room and he made my podcast editor take it out and pretend that he was in the room, even when as far as to talking about how uncomfortable the couch was that my mother was actually the one sleeping. Yeah. Wow. On. Like, wow. But it goes back. His best friend, he's always been a pathological liar. And the scariest part is I think he believes what he's telling you. Right. Oh, I agree with you. Which is why his eyes are always black, mm-hmm. because it's it's fight mode. It's like an animal in the jungle praying. You know, it's yeah. like looking for prey. It's on the prowl. And so it makes sense why even when we were together, he was never included in my prayers And he would ask me to look in his eyes and I would always look at them and go, why do they seem so black? Whoa. That's even when we were like together. Yeah. Well, and your mom said something that really struck a chord with me and made me bawl my eyes out. But when your mom said, you know, when like they started dating and he was like, oh, move in with me and all this stuff, right? Pre-ocean. She was like, oh, it was, it was, Come your, when your dad passed 
And she was like, he made her feel so safe. Yeah. And I remember those times so well. And and him even texting all of us girls when we were going to come to Salt Lake City and all mm-hmm. of that. And he really did. Like, it felt so genuine and just so... That's one thing that like, I... Why would your mom not want that for you? This man that makes you feel safe. That is all a mother ever wants, No, you right? have to know. My There were times where my mom cried to me and said, like, I'm so happy for you. Mm-hmm. Like, you found someone that really loves you. And I don't think it's that he didn't love me. I think he is incapable, incapable. of love. I completely agree. And But that's one thing that I will never try to take away from him is... Cause I don't have to take anything away from him. He, he takes away everything, you know, he's got the shovel he's digging himself. But the one thing that I will never drag him on is when my dad passed away, he came in and really picked up the pieces. He Mm -hmm. was the one where my mom and I couldn't get out of bed and he was like, we're going to lunch. We're going to go remember Kent. And that I will always be forever grateful for. Cause he he really picked up. There's that higher power, you know? Yeah. I think. I mean, it's very big of you to like credit that. I just think that was probably also the higher power stepping in and going, we're going to make sure that this person who may ruin your life, try to ruin your life down the road, he did not. He, he tried. Right. <laughs> um, will not succeed, especially in this moment. He will actually humble himself and give himself to you in this moment in that this is moment, debilitating. Absolutely. That yeah. is the one time in my life that I was completely debilitated. And I still look back and how everything unfolded and me finding out that I was with a monster. It was like, that was like God creator of the universe and all things mixed with my dad and my guides being like, she's tough enough to fucking handle this. And now is the time to get her out. Ocean seven months young enough to like not remember shit. And it's time for her to abort mission. Yeah. And that, that LA times article was coming out whether I was with him or not. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. <sighs> That shit was so heavy. I could not believe. How the, crazy like, is that? To even have enough content to write an article of that magnitude, it was of that quantity, like, and, and with the quality of writing, of course, but I'm just saying the quantity, that many pages yeah, is just like, holy fucking shit. So that's why I just, I, it's still like just rattling my brain how none of this yet has had a positive effect on everything you're going through with custody of ocean. It's like, no, they don't care at all. The fuck. So it didn't, it doesn't matter what I bring to them. It's so corrupt. I think people would fall ill if they saw what I submitted to the court and what was rejected. And they say, unless there's about to be blood on the floor, there's no intervening. And I'm like, okay, so what you're telling me is when it's too late for a child is when you step in, instead of preventing it altogether. Well, the, the court system certainly favors people with a lot of money. That's well, how it don't works have in the that. U.S. Yeah. He doesn't have any money anymore? <laughs> no. He's being no, sued. I, well, I know he's being he sued. He has like $25 million dollars in lawsuits, yeah. I think is what they came up with. I looked today, the house is in pre-foreclosure. Oh, there you go. Okay. But again, then, you know what? Not my problem. As no. long as Ocean... It, Ocean is my concern. Yes. That is it. Happy, Don't care what safe. happens to him. I care about Ocean and her well-being and making sure that that little spirit is incubated and we have her just grow up to be a beautiful, strong woman. That is all I all I care about. Like everything we see in Ocean right now, which is like this smart little bright light who just loves so hard. She's so intelligent. She picks up on everything. I know. She's just a fucking blast to be around. She's really freaking cool. The other day I was changing her diaper and she doesn't like her diaper changed, right? Like she's over it. It's like it cuts into playtime. And her big thing right now is she wants to look at the diaper. She's very curious. Like what has come out? Yeah. And so I told her, I said, Ocean, don't touch it. And she goes, be careful, mama. 
be nice. And I'm like, I'm not doing anything. And if anyone hears you, it's going to seem like I am doing something. Like, stop telling me to be careful and be nice. My mom was telling me that this little girl was like, we were at some birthday party and this little girl had a toy and wouldn't share it with Ocean and she told her to be nice. Everyone's got it. I'm like, you also have to be nice. Yeah, right? right. Ocean's like, well, I am being nice. I'm telling her to be nice. I'm trying to better her for her future. Yeah, like, right. you know, like, what is that inner brain of hers? I, I just know, like, between she and Summer Moon, like, when I watch them have these conversations with each other, and I'm like, I would just die to know. Like, you know the movie, Look Who's Talking? Yes, they it's absolutely like know what the other one is saying. Yes. Even and when I, they make zero sense. Yeah. You guys remember that my first trip to LA when Kristen and I started hanging out? We yeah. Went to oh, Brittany's, yeah. And you and, and Ocean met, became yeah, buds. Ocean and I became buds at the pool. Yeah. Right. Ocean doesn't see many men. So when she does, she's like a little bit of a flirt. And oh, that's she? what she's. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so now I want to talk about in this all like ties together, but one mom's battle on Instagram. Incredible. And just, yeah. I mean, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about Washington, D.C. I want to talk about your peaceful protests because that is also like I feel like you taking this you're just turning this into as, as for lack of a better term, the best thing it can be mm-hmm. is you raising your daughter perfectly and properly fighting as hard as you can and now using your anger, your pain, your sadness and like trying to change the system and lives that will, you know, to come. Right. Which Thank I think you. is fucking phenomenal. I'm trying. I know that I'm just like one small voice, but I know that it's, I do how it starts. That huh? right. If and if I can get everybody on board, because you just have to be like a compassionate person with a heart to like care about what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And even if you're in a happy, healthy relationship and you have kids, it's that way until it could not be that way. Mm-hmm. You know, it happens overnight, and you're in a position that you didn't know really existed, and the reality hits pretty hard. And I think it's important for. I'm going to talk about women specifically because one mom's battle is yeah, really I about women. I want you women. to explain to like our listeners. That, yeah. And even to Luke, I don't know if you know a lot about it, Luke. I do. So I'm going to let you. Yeah. So it. it's, it's mostly made up of women, but you, sh- if you have a child, you need to be educated because it could affect you and your children one day. Tina Swithin, like you said, has one mom's battle and there's kind of two things happening at once that align and can come together at some point. The first one is Caden's Law. And Caden is a little girl whose parents were obviously divorcing, fighting for custody. The mother walked in on numerous occasions begging the court to care about her concerns. Like, I am worried about the well-being of my child. They did not listen to her. Caden ends up being murdered by her dad. This law was adopted on a federal level, and now it's going state by state, which I go to states and I give a testimony, and it's one of many. I mean, there's people who have been directly affected, children who have been directly affected, and just hoping that this law will pass. And basically, long story short of what this law means is it takes children's safety And makes it so that it trumps parental rights. Because if you look at the court system and the way it's designed now, there are dads who have been convicted of, you know, really horrific crimes and they're still allowed custody because parental rights always trump. It's like, oh, well, by the way, I always say being a dad, being a parent is a luxury. You don't get to just shoot some sperm and be called dad. You have to take on the role. That's not how the court system sees it. If you want custody, it's 50 50. Mm hmm. There's, and certain states favor certain parents. I, right. I, I, it's I mean, very different yeah. state by state. Utah is, I'm trying to get them to see the light. I just did a yeah. testimony in Montana. Unfortunately, that didn't go through with, uh, it was SB 250. That was the bill that we were talking about mm-hmm. in Montana. And then there's another section of reunification camps. And the best way that I can describe yeah. this, is, this if is if anybody is familiar with like Britney Spears and where she was sent, she was sent to Bridges. Same fucking thing. Yeah. So basically, I'm going to use a dad. It was Woody Allen in his custody case with Mia Farrow. Mm -hmm. They came up with this term, parental alienation, where they think the safe parent is brainwashing the children to not like the the unsafe parent. Mm -hmm. The, The bad guy goes in and says, like, she's brainwashing my kid, parental alienation. The court then steps in. And can order that the children be taken by force to what is called a reunification camp. 
and they basically it's fucking heartbreaking no, they're it's they basically sit there and have them play like mind games to show them that their mind is lying to them and that their unsafe parent is actually a good guy and their preferred parent has been lying to them and this is a like a the, a thing the government un, is sponsoring that's they, going on? They're unregulated and they make a shit ton of money. Yeah, that's fucked up. It is $40,000 for four days. What I mean, if you, there's, I'll, Luke, I'll they, show you later. They have like gone the as one far. So the one mom's battle on Instagram, yes. like literally she will show videos of children. And I'm not talking all, just about like babies. I'm, I'm even talking like children who can literally speak for themselves, who have right. opinions. Well, the youngest to be taken into a reunification camp is six. You're talking about Maya and Sebastian who were taken right. by force. It is the most triggering video, but I I want people to see how they take these children by force. It is terrifying. And it's ordered, like essentially almost like arresting them. And traumatizing. Right. Traumatizing yeah. them yeah. to the point where there are kids who have aged out and they talk about their experience and they will never be the same. It's going to be a lifetime of intensive therapy. And they go when they go to these places. They go as far as depriving them of clothing, depriving them of food, what? Um, mm -hmm. right? Like taking pieces of clothing slowly until they have nothing How but their underwear. Do you, do you know what it reminds? Anything? Reminds because you have to follow the money. And yeah. what's so crazy is when I did a protest. Her name's Brody Dahl. Her husband was a musician. Her child was taken to a reunification camp. She has two kids. One, one I believe, is about to age out, but she still has one more. The judge gagged her, which is why we speak on her behalf now. And we were at the Stanley Moss Courthouse um, protesting for her during one of her court hearings. And I go to the Stanley Moss Courthouse. I'm looking at all of the signs that we can hold up. One of them says, follow the money. There's a list of names. And I'm reading them going, holy fuck. These people were brought into my custody case, which leads me to believe one in one thing only. You were setting my daughter up to go through this pipeline that is thousands upon tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah. Just completely lining pockets of court professionals saying we don't give a fuck about the well-being of these kids because I'm making money and we'll deal with it later. Mm -hmm. It's insane and i'm telling you i'm begging everybody to please get educated on this immediately because it's gotta fucking end this show is sponsored by better help you guys i want to talk to you about something that has been on my mind a lot lately finding balance in life oh boy as someone who is always on the go and juggling multiple projects i know how hard it can be to make time for yourself and the things that matter most so whether i'm dealing with my long distance relationship <laughs> work stress or just feeling overwhelmed better help truly has been there for me every step of the way and with their 24 7 availability i can access therapy sessions whenever and wherever i need them listen life can throw us unexpected challenges and it is okay to ask for help please ask for help BetterHelp is here to connect you with licensed professional therapists who can provide the support you need, all from the comfort of your own home. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. It's really important that you match with someone that is suitable for you. BetterHelp provides convenient access to therapy services, eliminating barriers such as location transportation, or limited availability. You can connect with a licensed therapist from the comfort of your own home, making it easier to fit therapy into your schedule. BetterHelp has a vast network of licensed professional therapists with expertise in various areas, including depression, anxiety, relationship issues, self-esteem, trauma, and more. This ensures that you can find a therapist who specializes in your specific needs and concerns. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash doty today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash doty. My blood's boiling right now. Just mistreating children is the most evil thing yeah. I feel like. Oh my gosh, in the, the most world. innocent of, yeah. of beings. Like, how could you do that? And then, you know, you... Look at these kids who have been traumatized and the court system now listens to them and they're like, how heartbreaking. And I'm like, but you could have stopped it. 
Right. And you didn't. Right. This hits close to me on multiple levels in ways of people being close to me. And I won't say exactly who the person is. So in order to, I don't know, I don't know why all of a sudden I felt like I had to silence myself a little bit just to not screw them over, like in this ongoing thing. But someone very, very, very close to me in my life um, who I consider family, Um, a father, actually, who has full custody of his son, who's young. But since this child in my life was like a toddler, my this person in my life has been trying, like tried to get full custody over and over and over where the mother was, I mean, pulled over drunk with the baby in the car seat, but the car seat's like the, it's not even buckled, has come to pick the baby up when she's like clearly on multiple pills. Like just, I mean, the the things were endless. Mm And the worst thing that happened was the child was present at home when her, I don't know if this was her boyfriend or her newer husband at the time, committed suicide. Oh, my God. Yet still, it was like all these things, you know, convoluted. But yet my this person close to me, who is the father, trying so hard, it blew my mind how these things didn't really have much of a bearing Mm-mm. in his custody battle because yeah. it's 50, 50, the state that he lives in actually was, I, this is when I started finding out about state laws that the mother was favored. And I'm not saying the mother shouldn't be favored. The father should, I, I'm not a parent, right? My point is it blew my mind that there were all of these things just sitting right in like facts, mm-hmm. horrible, horrible facts that are endangering this yeah, child's exactly. life. They're endangering mm-hmm. the child. And yet thousands of dollars, another court date, thousands of dollars, another court date. Mm -hmm. And this person close to me, this dad is just trying to to make a living and protect his child. And not everyone has thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to be paying for lawyers. It's a a luxury to get to protect your kid. And even when you have the means to protect your kid, you are up against a wall. Mm-hmm. Like your hands are tied the moment you enter a custody battle. You no longer have any control. Your child belongs to the court system. And that don't work for me. Mm-mm. Hell no. No random person is going to decide what's in the best interest of my child. Or even, in, honestly, in my opinion, as your friend, even give you a, their fucking opinion on what's good for your child. Absolutely. At the lowest of the totem pole. Like, didn't ask, don't care how you feel. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? She's surrounded by love. She's so brilliant. Like, step off. Mm-hmm. And to just drag you through all of this while you're protecting Ocean so hard. And I mean, I guess, for lack of a better word, luckily, she's so young that she won't remember this stuff. Right. And I said this during the finale, what would have been the finale episode of Vanderpump. And mm-hmm. they, they took it out. And I'm totally okay with that. But Lisa asked me, what do you want when it comes to Ocean? And I could, I said, I want to know why people are accusing him of the things they're accusing him of. Remember, what people are accusing him of to me is not even put out there. Right. What I'm going into the courtroom with, into the court system with, it makes me ill that, I, that I'm even putting this into court documents going, how the fuck is this real and I'm at that time I think Ocean was like how old was she nine ten months Mm -hmm. and I was like I'm not fighting for Ocean who's nine months right now fighting for Ocean when she's five six fighting for her future 13 fighting for like when she's through all the years exactly yeah Yeah. we're we're fighting for her because if I don't, her future is grim and I'm going to have to pick up the pieces and I'm not willing to allow anyone to fuck my child up beyond mm-hmm. repair. Yeah. So you guys fucking listen to Lala. <laughs> buy the damn merch, then fucking listen to what she's saying. Please jump on this bandwagon, like make changes, you know, be yes. the change that you want to see. Be a voice. Sign the things that I freaking post. Uh, watch the videos, even if it's triggering, like you got to know it exists. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I'm enlightened. I had no idea. Like I'm, I was blown away with some of the things well, you're saying. Your I didn't mind, know it you're existed. Like, how would that even be legal? Yeah, how is that like, possible? Exactly. Right. I know. How the fuck is it legal? Like, yeah. How is this, how is this possible that we're even having this conversation for this long of a period of time right now? Yeah. Let alone the many months and years you've had to it's Money talk and about corruption. Yeah. Right. Money and corruption. And I'm just yeah. getting started. Like, right. I'm going to have a lot of cease and desist coming my way very soon. <laughs> 
because well. I'm just going to start saying names, calling people out because they don't like being on someone like they don't like being on my radar. Yeah. Because I don't stop. Call Fofty. <laughs> Call Fofty. Fofty. Fofty, we need you to be the mic. Join on. <laughs> what does the future look like for Lauren? Birmingham. Birmingham. I love Lala Kent. I love that my mom was calling me Lauren. And I love that Easton told everyone why you are Lala. So people stop being like, oh, why is she Lala <laughs> with her big hoops from Salt Lake Sunday? And he's like, because I couldn't say Lauren when I was little. So yeah. I Lauren when I was little. So I said Lala. Yeah. Like if no, her little exactly. brother gave her a nickname, you guys. Yeah. Calm down. <laughs> everyone calm down. Didn't change my name. And I just liked big hoops. I still do. I, I love all shapes and sizes of hoop earrings. Yes. Um, what I was is like, next? sizes of what? <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm like warding the dick off at okay. all costs. <laughs> there you go. But I'll let you know when that changes. Yeah. Um, oh, I'd like to create an empire. You know, well, how you, big of me, right? No, I mean, just you're little, there. I you're just want a little it. simple empire. What do you think it's going to take for you to like trust and want to give a man another person a chance at a relationship at like opening that door for love do you think it's like have you set a bar where you're like well oh i mean i know you set a bar real high as you should as far as who this human could be Mm -hmm. but as far as like ocean needs to be at least this age or like i need da 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 or are you just not there yet and when you're there you'll know well, I know that I'm going to have another baby on my own, no matter what. Luke wanted to ask you about that. <laughs> yeah, I was going to. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to um, definitely do that solo. There's not even, even if I got back to trusting, it's just like, I'm not taking any chances. Right. I like a hundred percent when it comes to being with my kid every day and getting to like, just have every sleep with them. I don't really know what it would take. I need closure. There's no closure. I'm still, when I say closure, I just mean like I'm still in it. I'm still in the battle. Yes. I, when this is over, am going to go into full hibernation. I say that, but then I know I'm going to be like at the office calling Jessica, like, where (laughs) was the next meeting? It's like full hibernation (laughs) for 12 hours. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Hibernation meaning I will finally get a full night's sleep. Yes. Love that for me. And then I'm just going to like roll with the punches. What I do want after there is resolution, I just want to enjoy the fuck out of my kid every single day. I love that. If someone happenstance, right? Serendipitous situation and someone you magically meet someone randomly, you know, like you're walking through a hallway and you both have books in your arms and you bump into each other and you drop all the books on the floor and then you accidentally bump heads and you're (laughs) like, oh my gosh, you're cute. If this fairy tale rom-com were to show up in your life a year from now, two years from now or something, do you think you would allow yourself to be open to like communicating and flirting? And is, does their background check come back clear? Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> you got to clear the background check first yeah. and it's worldwide. Like, yeah. did you do something fucked up in Germany? I don't know. We'll find out. Um, it's actually, I never even thought, God, yeah. girl, you're a better detective than I am. Not I really. Think the about, PI like, is. But, okay. But I, was, I didn't even think about overseas. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, nothing on Google. Guess he's clear. <laughs> God, I'm old. <laughs> I love that. Take me back to my that, space. If it were obviously perfect, then yeah, yeah I would never like. I mean, nothing's perfect. I would never. felt good. They've also got to fit into my life. Mm-hmm. Which is going to be very difficult because it's like you got a family and it's Christmas time. We're spending it with mine. Right. You want to go be with your family? <laughs> like have fun. But I think that's later. what the. Or their fa- or my family. The families are going to have to come together. Yeah. Like l- my mom is never moving out. Easton's never moving out. Yeah. We're getting the compound. Uh, and it's going to be filled with just that like. Sounds like so much fun. That's what I'm doing. Can I move in the compound? Hey, I'm building a compound. The compound is really for women who have decided not to have life partners and gays. Oh, okay. But you can visit. You just can't stay. Do Justin and I have like an annual pass at least where we like don't have to request access? I'll have like a little sign in book. Okay. Before we wrap this up, Lala, can you tell us about meeting the president and going to DC? <laughs> I wish I would have met the president. Oh, you didn't? Oh, no. no. Oh, okay. Sorry. No, but it was really weird. Like watching him, I'm like, you know what's so crazy is if I were to just like walk up there, 
Secret Service would literally tack me, yeah, tack me to the tackled. ground and I'd yeah. go to prison. <laughs> but like right now, I feel like everyone up there is like, my friend, like, catch you later, Joe. Great to see you, <laughs> Kamala. You look good, girl. But like if I would have passed like some invisible line straight to the ground. Yeah. Like the, the, the matrix, the matrix, like laser beams, but you can't see them. And the Secret yeah. Service Hall has no, glasses totally. on. But it was a surreal experience. It was the first time that I had ever had imposter syndrome. And it was crazy because everyone there was obsessed with Vanderpump rules. And we and. Ariana and I were obsessed with the fact that like these people are like making laws, producing the news on CNN. It was crazy. I could not believe I was there. And I would talk to them about what I was working on. And they would start circling back to like Scandaval, which is totally fine because they're in a box of news and they want to break out of it. And I'm in a box of Scandaval and I'm trying to break out of it and somewhat make a fucking difference on the planet. Seriously. And I'm like, and y'all have the power to help me out. Mm. So I still talked about it to anyone who would listen. Well, that's awesome. I we, mean, no, like, I'm so proud just, of you. I love you. Thank I'm you, babe. I'm obsessed with you. I'm obsessed um, with you guys. Okay, well, let's. I'm going to wrap this up with two last things because I think all three of us and Jess is here as well. All four of us can decide. We can't wait to stop talking about Scandal. I won't lie. I'm kind of excited. Oh, you like, are? Uh, yeah, I mean. I'm excited for reunion three only because I need to just know how this like gets nipped in a bud and how long is how how long well you don't know because you don't know about editing but I'm like how long do I have to watch Raquel barely blink until I get Sheena back on my screen for that episode it's I I believe if they show like she comes back for like feel like we don't do a toast Okay. Where like doesn't feel like a toasty kind no of No Peter moment. Madrigal bringing the no shots out No Peter Madrigal coming out. We left and it was kind of heavy and dark. Yeah. It's so crazy because I talk about. He's like a little bit for this, you know. And this is why they haven't sent it to us beforehand. <laughs> I literally know not a thing. I said on Amazon Live, I know, but I don't actually know. You know what you lived through, what you went through that day. They said Raquel does a one-on-one and she exposes some new details. And I was like, okay. And they were like, but you can't confirm that. And I was like, okay. It's not that juicy <laughs> yeah. to even I know. <laughs> confirm. Because I think we're all sitting. I had um the, these guys, we had, did a podcast with called The Bra Bros. And they're like trying to get information out of me. And I'm like, yo, I'm like not on the show. No, Dodie, so I, I wouldn't truly be. truly don't know. I wouldn't but be I surprised. But I feel like it's lackluster. <laughs> I hope not. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if they only allowed like a certain amount of editors to work on the episode. Oh, so there's no production leaks. Like totally. Nothing. Like I literally would not be surprised. That's a really good point. Mm-hmm. Oh. They're keeping it on lock. And they said on screen, wait until the last five minutes. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are the last five minutes? Yeah, no one's turning that off early. And no. like, what could it be? Where a group of thirsty people who are so thirsty to be on camera that they're willing to give up acting and everything else yeah. to do reality TV, what could possibly make Any us you, not come back? Yeah, consider right. not coming back to yeah. this platform that, again, I will say for the 80 millionth time on my in my podcast and reality TV career, no one does Vanderpump Rules for their health. You do it for a platform. Well, and so you like, can have they businesses could, and, pla- and other things, right? Yeah. They could literally say, like, Raquel actually banged all your men. And we'd still yeah. be like, great. Let's let me at her. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't care. Like, okay, I'd be so like, better like, you so than me, bitch. So when our cameras back up, like, <laughs> or like, what, Raquel is coming back? Okay, well, it's not going to go well. Yeah, that's, okay, Lisa knew the whole time. That's I'm, I'm thinking of things that I've gotten in, uh, DMs about that people are speculating and Lisa Do you been, think that that girl on TikTok was her and people were like, she, it was her, but she looked pregnant. That girl had way too much swag to be Raquel. I don't think In was. Jacksonville. Yeah. I, I was like, was the only way she would be in Jacksonville is if like Tom were there, which I didn't see him. I don't follow a show. his tour schedule of free tickets right oh, now. Oh, I did. I looked it up. Did you? Because he's my most favorite person to troll right now. He blocked <laughs> me. Oh, so blocked by Sandoval? I do it for the gram and the pod. That's it. So I, I actually unblocked him when our friend passed away recently. Rest yeah. in peace, Ali. I unblocked him because I wanted to see if he had posted anything about it or was he posting like the same narcissistic sort of selfish things. And he did post about it. So I unblocked him for that reason. I don't know if I reblocked him or not. 
but I've read a lot of funny things about these shows and stuff. Like he, I was like, so this will be my little troll of the night and then we'll wrap this up. But I did read yesterday, I think I showed it to you, that... Um, the park? Yes. Yeah, so Tom, Tom Sandoval apparently, I don't know if this is on Instagram or Twitter, but posted like this article about his Houston show and it was like a thousand people like but now it's like doubled that and it's yeah. the biggest the biggest crowd this club in Houston has ever had and, and he was like sold out show sold out show double the capacity and someone first of all fire marshal would never allow that never. so fuck off we know that duh <laughs> like we know that <laughs> and number two though this, this bless this person on twitter um she post like kind of quote tweeted it and said so actually this club quote unquote is a public park and the tickets were free so. <laughs> <laughs> oh There's my that. i love it it makes right. me wow. so happy all right luke let's ask her let's ask her, her our last question and jess i want you to get to the mic for this one as well Okay. Do we have to sing it? Can we just ask? Sure. Okay. I'm losing my voice today. Shout so, out to Meatloaf. Rest in shout peace. Shout out to Meatloaf. Does that so, one work, Jess? So you guys, both of you, I, I would, would do anything, anything for love, love but, but I, I won't, won't do, do anal. Good answer. There we go. There's one. Is that true though? A hundred. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Are we so in sync? You were going to say anal too? I was thinking, I don't think I'd ever allow anyone to put it in my bum. You've never done anal. No, I know people are shocked by that. I'm pretty shocked by They're that. They're like, this freaky bitch. I'm like, I'm all talk. Yeah. All talk. This freaky bitch who used to be a jersey chaser and yeah, never let a guy do anal. Hey, that's exit only for some people. And that's fine. Luke I feels just the know same what way. happens. <laughs> I know what happens with it after a cup of coffee and a smack at the face. <laughs> you know what? You're right. And nah. it's, listen, I don't even want to it. it. I don't like <laughs> it, but I've done it. Hey, okay. no shame. People so that are have like, double, I love it. I'm like, double double you're answer. so... <laughs> so yeah. you won't do double anal for... No. <laughs> for no. Got it. Yeah. No. Luke, do you have a new one for today? Another new one? Yeah. I will never drive a drive Uber in LA for... Love. Um, for love. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Me neither. <laughs> that was so deep. Lala goes, wow. Wow. I would do anything for love, but... Um, I, I would do anything for love and almost anything for money, but I would never work at Sir again. <laughs> Same. Nice. Same. Oh my gosh, there's so much. I probably wouldn't do anything for love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lala's so jaded right now. Right it's like now her Lala's list is like, so what long. would I do right. for love? What She's would like, I do? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. I'm so happy on my own right now. Like, I'm just like living the dream. I'm filthy really and disgusting happy. in bed. I make a plate of nachos, eat it in the bed with the I cream do that. on. Like I'm fucking yeah. living the dream. All right. I, <laughs> I do that too. And like, yeah, she does it right next to me. <laughs> oh, Luke's that not, is love. Luke's not here all that often, but still, like, we get a little stoned at night, and then we wake up, and he's like, "Babe, there's chip crumbs in the bed." I'm like, "Well, yeah. just wash the sheets. It's fine." Yeah, I'm gonna I'll get go you a hand back. It'll save your life with the crumbs okay, in the bed. Call. Thanks for having okay, me on well, your thanks pod. Thanks for being on. You guys, we love you. Follow Lala. You know what to do. Just do all the stuff. Buy all of her stuff and just be a fucking, be that person. <laughs> all right. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Lala. Make sure to follow us on social media. You can follow me on all platforms at Kristen Doty and follow Luke on Instagram at Luke double underscore Broderick. Be sure to click the subscribe button so you can stay up to date with new episodes every single Wednesday. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.